Welcome to Picture This, a podcast dedicated to film. That's all we know, that's all we love, that's all we think about. This is Picture This. Hello, movie fans. How's it going? Uh, it is now January 2020. We have made it to the 20th year of the century. And we want to talk about the movies that we've seen up to this point that we think are the best movies of the 21st century. Um, and who do I have in front of me? What's your name, sir? Uncle Bill. Uncle Bill, how's it going? Pretty good. How's life? It's going great. I'm ready to talk about these movies. Oh, wow. Awesome. Uh, oh, me? For films. <laughs> oh, film. <laughs> For the cinephiles out there, film. The, uh, there's a difference between films and movies. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, I'm joking. He's joking. He's joking. Uh, it's, it's the same thing to us. Yeah. Um, so just so that this, we're going to do 10. I'm going to do 10. Uncle Bill's going to do 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're going to tell you why we think that you know great films of the of the century. Well, we're, we're gonna we'll actually take a few of them and talk about why we think they're the films of the century. Yeah, and and just so the people are clear, we decided to do this because we wanted to wait until the 1920 ends and to see if any of those movies made it to the to the list. Yeah. For me, none of them made it. How about for you? Um, a few made one, one or two, oh, one or two. Okay. Oh, yeah. One or two. Great, great. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Um, yeah. Why don't you start, Uncle Bill? Why don't you start? What's your movie? So the first uh, uh, the first on my list is First Reform. Oh, wow. I love that movie. Yeah. And I, I, I have it. I have it as, as, as one of my movies. Yeah, yeah. Why? Um, I just loved it. I, I loved the questions it was asking. I loved the way it was shot. And I really like Paul Schrader. Yeah, for me... I, the movie deals with the subject that a lot of movies don't talk about, which is the the environment. Yeah. And when I saw that, it was for me, it blew me away. I yeah. really enjoyed that part of it. And the way it was shot, like, you don't know. Like, yeah. When you watch the ending, yeah. did he die or not? Yeah. Spoilers, spoilers, and spoilers. He died. Yeah. Uh, he's just imagining that he dances with the female yeah. character at yeah. the end. Um, Paul Schrader said that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I loved it. I thought yeah. it was great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the only film, one of the few films I saw where everybody just gets up once the credits roll and are just like not saying anything. They're just like so shocked by it. Yeah, I remember I saw it. I told everyone to go see it. And some people went to see it. And yeah, they didn't feel well after they left the yeah. movie theater. They felt, yeah. it's a kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a film that um, um, has a if you see it and maybe you've ever been religious like I have it like it you question everything it makes you question different things about religion and stuff like belief and faith and stuff. Yeah, I, yeah. I it's a great film. Um, so definitely one of the best films of the twenty first century. I definitely agree with you on that. Great, I'm gonna give you one of mine. Sure. Have you seen Pan's Labyrinth? Yes. I I just I love the story. Mm-hmm. I love the way it was shot. I love the the antagonist. How yeah. he has this watch. Yeah. And how he's always like like living in his father's shadow, kind of through the yeah. watch. Yeah. I just love that, and then I love how I usually don't enjoy fantasy movies. I they don't really uh-huh. I don't really like that. Um, uh-huh. and just the young girl. 
trying to save her little brother yeah. and how the pan uh, tells like if you kill yeah. your brother like and how she's tried to like because she helps like her little baby the little baby then she's able to become a real princess yeah. uh, and it's scary there's some scenes in there yeah. when she's in the di- like in the uh, dining room yeah. I guess and she's eating and all of a sudden the monster wakes up and is yeah. gonna eat her I, that was re- I don't I don't really get scared with movies, but I was kind of scary yeah. for me. Um, but I really enjoyed this. I mean, fantasy is not something that I like. Yeah. I mean, you know me, Uncle Bill. It's not something yeah. that I enjoy. Sure. Uh, but Pants Labyrinth for me, mm-hmm. it was, yeah, it was one of yeah. those movies that you have to see for the 21st century. Okay. Cool. Awesome. What do you got? Uh, I have Lincoln. I actually, I have Lincoln for my second one. Hmm. I, I really like them. Sorry, can I just say something? Yeah. Uh, so mine are in no particular order. It's uh-huh. really hard for me to pick a number one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Uncle Bill has his his um in order, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just put like I'm just like crossing out. Do I like that movie more? Do I like? <laughs> so this is happening real like in well, real life. Yeah, real life. I want to say real time, but real time, right? Right. Um. So yeah, I picked that movie. I mean, this to me is like probably the best movie steven spielberg has done really i think it's his best movie better Um, than et better than et i mean et is okay i mean i think close encounters close encounters is is his movie but i love this movie i thought this was hold on better than jaws in some ways this and jaws are like in almost like to me that's it's the same i mean it's such a surprising film that's all I have to say. It surprised me because I went in watching and think, oh, it's going to be this boring Abraham Lincoln thing. But they figure out a way to make his life interesting, the events going on, what he's trying to do really interesting. And there's a great part in the movie, if I can't... If, yeah, go for it. Yeah, where they're trying to figure out how to pass the um, Emancipation, uh, Emancipation Proclamation and they're trying to figure out, okay, what if we disconnected from the Civil War, oh, and wow. ending the Civil War? And one of his, um, one of the people that's working with them says, like, yeah, I don't know if that's going to work. And he brings in two white people, a married couple. And he said, oh, what do you think about um, uh, slavery? What do you think? Oh, we think the slaves should be free. Oh, what if we... Um, and I believe I'm like paraphrasing. I don't remember exactly what they said, but they said, what if we, what if it wasn't about the civil war? And he says, oh, well, oh my God, those niggers. Oh, oh my wow. God. And he, and then he tells the people to leave and he's like, well, this is why we can't, you know, pass it this way. Like they're never going to go for it. Just slavery. Like basically saying they're never going to go for this just because it's black people. I, I just want to say something yeah. like uh, Uncle Bill used the N word there. Uh, we're two men of two men of color, yeah, so yeah, please don't yeah. don't go around <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, There's these yeah. two white guys saying <laughs> yeah, using the N word yeah, in. Yeah, so yeah, just yeah, again, yeah. we're men of color, uh, yeah. and we don't use the N word at all. We're just yeah, doing it because of the movies. Doing it. Yeah, we're giving you examples, so yeah. we're not just tossing it out there. You know, this is a the, you know old right podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So I never seen that movie. It, sorry, I gotta yeah. go back. You said something yeah. better than Children's List, Lincoln. Uh, better than what? Children's Children is it Children's Children's List? 
The one with the uh, J- the Jews and oh Schindler's List. Schild- there you go. Yeah, Schindler's List. Uh, Schindler's, in yes. Many, in in, in uh, some ways a lot, but I haven't seen Schindler's List in years. Mm. I mean, I've seen it recently, but in some ways, I think it's a interest. It's at least for right now, for me, a more dynamic movie because we're dealing with the the events of that particular episode in history right now. So, and we're still dealing with him. So, I to me, it's like his most relevant movie in terms of that. I mean, there's a lot of things I like of his that people probably don't like. But, hey, I I love the movie. I think it's great. Good. I've never seen Lincoln, so thank yeah. you for telling me that. Yeah. Um, yeah. My movie, mm-hmm. it's Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. Now, I love the love story. I, I mean, the fighting scenes are out of this world. And yeah. I think I, I the, the special effects that they use, I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. And I was blown away when I saw that movie. I think I went to the movie theater, I saw it. Yeah. Then I went the next week and I was like, I have to see this again. Yeah. Yeah. It was sort of like when The Matrix came out. Oh, when yeah. I was like, oh God, I have to see this again. What's yeah. happening here? Yeah. Uh, so it blew me away. I love the, lo- the love story. Yeah. The fighting scenes are amazing. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it several times. My my mom loves that movie. Oh wow, interesting. She loves it. And House of Flying Daggers. Yeah, I seen that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, but that's one of my favorites. Yeah. I think yeah. for me, it's it's really entertaining, and it's your eyes just feast yeah. on this yeah. amazing fighting scenes and like the sword. It's when well, they sound the bamboo, yeah. like the bamboo. Uh, oh yeah, and they're trees fighting and they're the fighting. Yeah, yeah, it's terrific. A great tragic love story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I loved it. Okay, what do you got? Um, so I want to, for my third, uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, wow. That, that, yeah, that, yeah, wow. Yeah. I haven't I, seen that, actually. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's probably one of the best action movies. That's, I mean, that cinematography, again, it's beautiful. Um, it's not really a Mad Max movie. I mean, it's just, Mad Max doesn't really as a character in that movie I don't know Mel Gibson so to me it's not really a Mad Max film I guess Mm -hmm. in name only but I love the cinematography I love the way the action scenes are filmed Uh, George Miller proves that he can still make a movie he had made except if you consider Happy Feet you know Okay. <laughs> it's, like, it's, a good, it's an okay movie. Happy yeah, Feet is not like a horrible Happy movie. It isn't a horrible movie, but I wanted to see him do action movies. Yeah. I mean, you know. So. But that, that to me is one. At least it's very memorable. Yeah, it's very interesting. A lot of people have recommended that movie to mm-hmm. me. And I, I like Matt Max, like the first one with Mel Gibson yeah. in Australia. And to me, that blew my mind away. Yeah. And so... Yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm ready to watch that movie and yeah. change my mind. Yeah. Um. But I think because of it's on your list, I should take a look yeah, at it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. You know, take it more for the fact that it's just an action movie that's so well executed that you don't. That it's unlike a lot of these movies where it's they shoot it and it's kind of sloppy. This movie is like so well done. You know, I I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. So it, I know there's a lot of like fighting scenes, like while driving. Mm-hmm. Is that CGI or is that like I think that was it's real like people? A mix, right? of a mix. Which you oh. can't tell. It's mm. like, oh my god, is that guy fall, really falling? Or I mean, it's done so well. So great. Um, well, for me, I don't know how you, I, Uncle Bill. We known each other for a while. Um, mm-hmm. I got Borat. 
at the cultural learnings of America for make benefit a glorious nation of Kazakhstan. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have that. I I mean, I uh, love Booksmart. I think Booksmart is like the yeah, best comedy, yeah. but this character, it's like you can see America and the culture of it mm-hmm. through this character. Yeah. Because he goes through different neighborhoods yeah. and different things yeah. Yeah. and the things that he says and you start in Kazakhstan and then you're like, what's happening? The running My- of the Jew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the yeah, accent, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and so all these things. I just like yeah. every time I watch that movie, I just laugh and laugh, and I, I just can't stop. My favorite part is when he's like in the rodeo, yeah, and I think he's singing the yeah. national anthem, or, yeah, and people are just like, "Boo, get yeah, out of here!" Yeah. He's like, "What am I doing wrong?" It's like, yeah. "Well, you're not from here. You're yeah. not probably now, and I know yeah. uh, the national yeah. anthem, but yeah. it is it is funny." And, and when the guys get naked and they run around in the hotel, I, I. Yeah, it I just, love it. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, you've seen it, right? So, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, so that's one of my favorite. It's, it, I love comedies, by the way. Um, anyways, what do you got? Um, I have The Master. Uh, okay, just go, but I also have The Master. So go for it. Um, I love The Master. I, I think it's a great movie. It, it's not his best movie, mm-hmm. but I think it's a, uh, um, a terrific film. Okay, what do you think is his best movie? Because... Uh, I have to say Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I, Boogie Nights is, is ah, terrific. Yeah. Interesting. Have you noticed that his movies are always about like, kind of like group dynamics or family dynamics, yeah, Magnolia, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the Master, yeah, uh, Boogie Brand, Nights, yeah, 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 everything is like, yeah, how do groups yeah. work together, yeah. how people come together. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. All right. So tell me about The Master. Like, what do you um, like it so much? It, this is a film about a guy who is... Uh, a veteran, a recent veteran of World War II, um, who is, although it doesn't say, has um, some mental health issues uh, that he has to deal with. They might have called it being shell-shocked at that time, but um, PTSD is what we call it today. And so he happens upon this uh, cult and he gets involved with them and stuff. And it's his life dealing with this guy and his belief system and what this means. And really this m- metaphor for a person trying to find himself. Or master themselves. Master guess, yeah. themselves, basically. And, and I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, when, when just so that I'm not going to name the, the religion that they oh, kind sure. of base the but movie I, on. I, but, yeah. It has to do with science and then something else. Yeah. Um, and but the movie, yeah, it's one of my favorite too. Mm-hmm. I have it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix, yeah, he delivers. Yeah, I love when he's yeah. in the room walking from the, the wall to the yeah. window, yeah. and like as a way of like kind of uh, like I don't know what to call it, like reducing self to like the most common denominator. Yeah. yeah, um, and it's just like he's trying to master who he is, mm-hmm. and. I mean, it doesn't. I don't think it happens in the end. I think he's still the same person oh, that he yeah. was at the he's, beginning. He's still the same person at the beginning. It's a circular film. It just comes back. He's back at the same place. And what makes the film so good is just how it shows, you know, really the power of belief. You know, that you know, um, is this real? What does it mean? And to the main Joaquin Phoenix character. He's kind of not interested in this. He, and and I love the way that you don't know what's really going on in this guy's head anyway. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of, you know, 
just kind of plays them like a Neanderthal. Really just kind of like, huh, what? What's this mean? You know? Yeah, and the leader of the cult, like, there are moments where yeah. he, he looks like a leader where everyone is just yeah. want to yeah. talk to him, they yeah. want to embrace yeah. him. And then there are moments where he's, he like yeah. drinks a lot. Yeah. And then he's flirting with other women, but he's married, has kids. Yeah, he's married, he has kids, but his wife, there's like a scene where he's. He's asking for forgiveness. Yeah, where he's being jerked off, where she's like angrily jerking him off, ah. basically, you know. And it's such an interesting scene, you know. It's like supposed to be the, it could, you know, this sexual thing is happening but it's like really angry and it's mm. like she's like really domineering mm. this play character is played by amy adams but it's it's a great movie i think one of philip seymour hoffman's last performance yeah yeah so that character the leader of the cult mm -hmm. um the, he pretends to be a master but he's not really a master he's almost yeah. like a puppet to this woman that when he kind of cheats on her not cheats, but he's talking to another woman yeah they have there's a scene where they're in the bedroom and she calls him out like to put him back in his place to remember who he is. Yeah. Because he hasn't mastered himself either. Yeah, yeah. Um anyways, I don't want to spend too much time on uh the master, but <laughs> it's it's a movie that we yeah. love. What do you got? Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. Now hold on, before you go there, this is a movie full of exaggerations, which I understand, but this is one of the things that I did not like about it. Mm -hmm. I didn't enjoy that. Mm -hmm. Why do you like it so much? Um, I liked it in fact. Not because of what it says, because it's total nonsense. I mean, the real-life Jordan Belfort is still a thief, basically. Ah. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. You have to be careful. <laughs> He's still alive. But um, what I like about the film is the way Scorsese shoots it. You know, the shots... The I, I think on a previous show I talked about how much I loved the soundtrack. I loved. The oh soundtrack. yeah, you told me that. Yeah. Yeah, and so when actually to talk about another film, The Irishman. When I saw that film, I was disappointed because this film is like you know he shot this thing, uh, and it looks like he he did a great job with it. Now story wise, it it's not good, fellas. But hey, I think it's great. I I don't complain when a Scorsese's film. Good, great, great. Um, I got next. I got Moonlight. Okay. Now, I, a lot of people have heard me say these things. People that know me, I think Moonlight is the best American film of the twenty first century. It's mm -hmm. amazing. Mm -hmm. The story, the characters. We have three acts, three different characters. Yeah. The a child, a teenager, and now an adult. And even when you see them like in three different uh, spaces in three different times. It's like a shy person, like there in still. Um, I just love the music is good. The way it was shot when they're like the moon scene when he's like walking in, into the water. Um, yeah. And then it deals with a subject that, I mean, a lot of communities don't want to talk about yeah. that yeah. Uh, homosexuality. Yeah, sure. And so it's just for me, it's just the best thing ever. If I had to put my number one for the twenty first century, it'd probably be this movie. Mm -hmm. Have you seen Moonlight? Uh, I've seen a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a good great movie. He is a um, um, Barry Jenkins. Yeah, Jenkins. Yeah, Jenkins. Yeah, yeah. He's a great director. I have one of another one of his movies, more recent. Ah. No, yeah, more recent movie is as one of my best movies. Yeah, I feel like we talked about that. Okay, yeah. what do you? Well, go ahead. Tell me what what's your next movie is. Uh, 
Actually, it Bill Street the talk. Ah, okay. Tell me what you like about that movie. A lot of people hated the ending. Uh, I love the movie. I thought the movie was terrific. I mean, it is a dark, it's, I mean, it's a somewhat, it's pretty, it's a dark movie, but it's shot in this sort of romantic style. With you know? like warm colors, With right? Warm colors, and it's about basically a love story and a character dealing with being falsely accused of, of a, of, um, crime and having to deal with the justice system but it's way more exciting and interesting than what i described it's not really a, a, a crime drama but more of a drama dealing with race in america uh, in during the 60s basically yeah people have a complaint about the ending they don't think they they were hoping for a happy ending but the reality of yeah. like, the system works yeah. in a way where yeah. there are no happy endings yeah in the there end. is no happy when you're you get in you know, in prison, in most cases, people are stuck there. You can't get out. Um, so I think the movie portrays that. I mean, again, a movie I saw with people at a theater, I have to say that was like mostly white people and saw it with white, other white people. And I mean, people were just like shocked at the ending, but it's like, that's, that's real life. You yeah. Know? Um, it's not a happy, you know, they get out of it, Scott gets out of it scot-free no it's like he has to raise his kid basically while he's behind bars um so great yeah i, I like that movie but i think i think moonlight for me it's better mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I like it better yeah. okay i got blue is the warmest color mm -hmm. you probably i don't know if you ever heard of that movie yeah. you yeah. have okay yeah. great. this when it comes to movies about relationships for me this is the movie that does it mm -hmm. we have two people uh, one is an artist, the other is a teacher, mm -hmm. and they're very different. Yeah. But they come together, right? Yeah. And then as the relationship goes on, you start to see that they are different and they don't, like, the teacher doesn't really want to be, be around her artist friends. Sure. Um, and that's what drives them apart. Yeah, sure. And once that happens, that teacher character realizes that she really loves her, that the other, mm -hmm. the artist. Yeah. And then she decides to go back. And the artist won't take it back because she's already dating somebody else. Yeah, sure. Um, and that's how life is. Yeah, sure. Sometimes you don't know how good you have it. You leave it. And then once you leave it, you... You're you like, yeah. You understand? Sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... Um, I think that, that, again, it's another movie that deals with real life. Yes. And uh, real emotion, so... Yeah, I just yeah. I just want to caution people. Um, yeah. There's a lot of sex scenes in there. Uh -huh. um, they're fake. They're, they're not real. Yeah. But you don't watch this movie with children. You just yeah, it's for not adults a kid's movie. or your parents. You don't watch about this movie with, yeah. with your yeah. parents unless you're that kind of family. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what what do you got? Okay, I have uh, a walk among the tombstones. Tell me about that. I've never seen this movie. I never heard about um, it. I might be getting the title wrong, but this is a uh, a movie with Liam Neeson as a detective that accidentally, I believe he accidentally shoots a woman at the beginning of the story. He's this undercover detective and he accidentally, he has a shootout with a guy. The way the shootout is shot mm. is terrific. You watch a character, he's sitting there, you know, Liam Neeson's character undercover sitting in a bar and some guy walks in, he has an argument and he pulls out a shotgun and shoots Wow. The, the person in the bar and Liam Neeson's character runs out to chase the guy. 
And one of the things that I really like about this movie is that the movie is basically about a crime happening to a set of group of criminals, right? And basically you are taking the side of the criminal, right? Because the main character isn't a private detective. He has to work basically under the table oh, wow. for, you know, getting money to work with this mob boss who's, who, um, who's had his uh, daughter kidnapped. And uh, what makes the movie work so well is that you're, you're trying to figure out what's going on. You know, is this mob uh, person connected to the mob or this mob boss? Is this person involved in it? You know, and, and so I love the way the movie is shot. Um, I think it's a great detective movie. Uh, it, it's, I think, un, under unappreciated. It's not really appreciated at all. And it's, a, to me, one of the best movies of the decade. Great, great. Um, I got The Tree of Life. You got The Tree of Life? Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's how this movie make, makes me feel. Some of it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But Terrence Malick takes these shots and this tension between the yeah. dad and the and, and the, yeah, the and son. The, the son. Yeah. And it just makes it interesting where I'm like drawn into the movie and I'm just paying attention. Mm -hmm. But I don't know how to explain that movie. I don't know how to explain like well, how would you be able to explain it? Because to me, it's just to me, it's it's like I don't know. It's, it's almost poetic. It's exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's not really a movie about. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like poetry. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's like poetry. So, got it. What do you have? What do I have? I have Gone Girl, but I want to preference yeah. preference <laughs> uh, 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 preference this by saying the first half of Gone Girl because the rest of it I feel falls apart. Now I want to say I think this is the best movie because I think this movie brings up a lot of questions about relationships and the way we view uh, people in a relationship. From the outside. From the outside. Because at one point you see it from her point of view and then you see it from his point of view. So what I thought was interesting and I thought was going to happen with the movie was that we never really get, never really know what goes on because both people are kind of seen as kind of, you know, pathetic really. And that's what I loved about watching it in the theater when I first saw it. But then as I watched it, it became like this sort of, hey, hate to say it, idiotic uh, murder mystery movie basically became like a soap opera or something. It just became ridiculous. Um, uh, so yeah. I, I've never seen it. So for me, it's, it's, I have to, I have to see it. I don't yeah, know, I, don't yeah. I mean, the first part of the movie is terrific. I mean, David Fincher, when given a good script, is like terrific. And this movie, the way it's shot, it's always, it has a green haze over oh, okay. it. Right. Everything. And the way it's shot, you're not quite sure what's going on. Um, it's a mystery. Did he kill her? Did he not kill her? Something like that. So, yeah, it's it's up until the first half. It's great. It's great. And second half. Um, Not oh, so good. It does have actually a good performance by Tyler Perry. Oh, nice. Lawyer. I mean, as the lawyer. <laughs> I mean, he's terrific. They had, they had to trick him into the movie. What do you mean by they that? They didn't show him the movie because if he, had, so he saw Seven, 
uh, like I think a year later after filming, he said, "Oh my God, oh my, I would never do this movie if I had seen it." Okay. Yeah. So for me, it will be Old Boy. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah. I just love it. You get wrapped into why is what's happening to this yeah. character? Why is this happening to yeah. him? And as you keep keep going, you yeah. start to wonder like, why is he meeting this woman? Yeah. Now that he's free, and then the yeah. ending is super messed up. Yeah. Um. It, I love it. I, I think I like. Uh, I mean, there's like it's like a trilogy. There's yeah. that. There's. Uh, sympathy for Mr. Yeah. Vengeance and sympathy for Mrs. Vengeance. I think yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. exactly he has, remember. Uh, I think it's based on an anime. An anime. Oh, yeah, interesting. Or some some book series or something. But it, yeah. Cool. What do you have? Uh, what do I have? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to actually skip one and go mm-hmm. with There Will Be Blood. There Will Be Blood. Oh, geez. I saw that. That's pretty good. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, why? Um, it's a movie like you don't know what the character is gonna do. You don't know what Eli Sunday is gonna do. What he's up to. I like when the preacher, the young guy, is yeah. like messing with him and yeah. like pulling his hair. Like Jesus yeah. will repent, and yeah. he's looking up like I'm gonna get you one day, and yeah. it will not be a good yeah. thing for you. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. Cool. How many do you have left? I have one. One left. left. One left. One Perfect. Left. Great. Because I also have one. Yeah. And for me, Uncle Bill, I know you don't like cartoons, Monsters, Inc. I don't know if you've seen that. Probably not. It's okay. Uh, I have seen it yeah. 50 times. I've been watching with kids. Okay. It. It's, it's, a, good, it's it, a good movie. I just want to say this because we're running out of time, kind of. I just love the ending. I love how you can take take uh, turn get more energy out of making children laugh than to scaring them. Yeah. So yeah. to me, I love that. What do you got? Uh, yeah. What's your last movie? Uh, actually, another animated movie, Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. Whoa, interesting. Yeah. Why? I just love that movie. I thought it was a great. I thought it got. If you read the Charlie Brown the comic strip on Sundays, I think it got the comic. You got the. You got it right. Yeah, the essence of the comic strip. You know. Well, those are our ten movies for the twenty first yeah. century. And good luck and good night. Anything else? Nope. See you next time, folks. Take care. Bye. Bye.